fast you're going. What? How fast you're going. I don't know. Ten? Eight. Be advised, this is an explicit podcast. If you're easily offended, get your panties twisted into a knot. Leave now. Run to your safe space. Get your little cloth for your tears. All the opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and his guest and do not reflect the opinions of any local or government agency. Welcome to Murder Cop Chronicles Podcast. I'm your host, Dice Man. Uh, I apologize. I skipped last uh, last Sunday. Uh. The truth, I don't remember what happened. Now I'm getting old. I can't remember what, what the hell happened. But I apologize. Sometimes it happens. Uh, put out a lot of stuff. Sometimes I just need a break. My I don't know what you say, my creativity or whatever isn't uh, clicking the way I feel like it should be. I don't want to put out crap. I think I'm just tired and frustrated, which we'll talk about in a minute. Let's get the housekeeping out the way. Uh, go like and subscribe. Uh, share the podcast with your friends, your enemies, your frenemies. Help us uh, get out there. Uh, give us a review. If you're on Apple, uh, we'd appreciate it if you give it a five-star review. Uh, write it down. We'll shout it out. Uh, you can leave a review on Facebook page also. Uh, you can. Uh, there's a private Facebook page. You got to uh, join up. Uh, it's called the Clubhouse. Uh, Clubhouse is two separate words. I understand it's hard to find sometimes. If you want to join it, you got to go answer two or three simple questions, and uh, if you answer them correctly, we'll let you in because I'm there that you're listening. If you want more of uh, me, you can uh, go join the Patreon. You know, there's three different tiers: three dollars, six three dollar uh, hang around, which uh, you get all the extra episodes and uh, the text I put out on there. You know, the, you got the prospect uh, tier six dollars. You'll get uh, all the text, the pictures, and the extra episodes. And, of course, there's the full-fledged clubhouse members, $10 a month. You'll get everything, including videos and stuff I put up on there. Plus, you'll get a, a mug and uh, shout-outs. And uh, you can only one person's done it so far. But if you're a $10 person, you can get a Skype call, which whichever uh, me or one of the crew members, Box, uh, Ostera. Or free bird. And then uh six dollars you can get a phone call from any of us that you'd like. And uh I will mail out uh the fuck your feelings armbands eventually. I haven't forgotten if you're ten dollars you'll get a crew member uh coffee mug mailed to you. Uh they're not for sale for anyone. The only way you can get one is if you're a crew member, ask Freebird. Because <laughs> you don't have one. Nobody else has. I don't even have one. Uh, but if you don't, it's no big deal. I'm still going to continue to put out a lot of free stuff. 
if you like cigars or if you know somebody that enjoys cigars, Christmas time's coming up. Go to MyPatriotCigar.com. MyPatriotCigar.com. If you use the promo code MOTORCOP15, you will get 15% off your entire order. Any orders $100 more, you'll get free shipping. This is a U.S.-based company. Uh, they're really good cigars, uh, make good Christmas gifts, and everything else. So go use MOTORCOP15 and get 15% off your entire order. If you want any MotorCop merchandise, you can uh, go to the Etsy store or you can go to the new webpage I set up, www.motorcopchronicles.com. And uh, go there and they got links to the stuff on the bottom, all of it. You go to the Etsy store, t shirts, uh, mouse pads, other MotorCop merchandise, uh, everything is priced uh, like 20 bucks for t-shirts of course you know you still gotta pay for shipping and handling but uh the cheapest you're gonna find around you can uh help support the show show everybody which podcast you like listening to other than that let's get on to it let's do our shout outs to the uh crew members because they do get shout outs to in every episode i put out of course we got our good truck driving friend mr hoppy hopson uh, we have Christopher DeMars. Hope he's doing good. Well, oh, Z Palmer. We got Miss Lauren Stimson. We got Roy S. Roy Spaulding. We got our favorite girl from down under, JoJo. We have Kaylee Norris. We have Natasha A., one of our good listeners up there in the state of Washington. And we have Melissa Holstein, the OG crew member, the first one to join. So with all that out the way, I wasted almost six whole minutes so far. Uh, I'm going to call this episode uh, Embracing the Suck. Yes, Embracing the Suck. I think I mentioned it on the live uh, this past Saturday. Kind of embracing the suck. Why? Uh, let's put it this way. Uh, I would I would trade anything in the world for what I chose my career and got lucky enough to be with a motor man. Uh, I know a lot of other cops are like, you know, they don't want to be traffic cops or a lot of like, they, uh, they want to be traffic cops, but they don't want to ride a motorcycle because it, it can be. It is extremely dangerous, and uh, moreover, because people don't pay attention. Anybody that rides a motorcycle will protest it. You know. But anyway, I wouldn't change any of it. I mean, I feel like it's. Um, I'm, I'm very proud of it that I've accomplished uh, being a motorcycle cop for twenty plus years, and uh, well, still am. I'm considered a dinosaur in the motorcycle. Uh, motor cop community it's a young man's job I'm not going to lie but I've been privileged to be able to put this many years in it and uh, hopefully I'll be able to retire off of a motorcycle which would be fantastic but where I get to is bracing the suck is some of the guys look at it or some people look at it it's like oh man you get to ride a motorcycle especially civilians you get to ride a motorcycle for a living how cool is that it is extremely cool but it can it sucks ass a lot of times too okay i don't know in other areas like i said 
living in Louisiana. We got we got some fucked up weather here. We got two seasons, hot and sort of cold. Not cold compared to what the up north people are used to. But our hot is really fucking hot down here. Well, this past Saturday, which made me think about it when I was riding, of course, I worked the LSU football game, doing escorts, and that was LSU-Alabama, and big rivals. First thing, if y'all know, listen to me long enough, I can care less about sports. Uh, but they pay very good money for me to go on escorts, so I'm going to do it. I'm not going to pass up that kind of money. And uh, Saturday here in Louisiana, was uh, this, in the morning times, we had, uh, it was 100% rain, and the weatherman got it right. Uh, it was a six o'clock p.m. kickoff. The uh, my first escort was at nine o'clock in the morning, so I'm up and out the house uh, at eight, uh, geared up, slicker suit up, not slicker suit, but I rain geared up. And let me tell you what, I don't care what anybody says. I don't care how great your rain gear is when you're spending that much time in the rain on a motorcycle. You're gonna get wet underneath it. I'm sorry. So, day starts out to get up, get dressed. I can hear it raining outside. I'm like, fuck. This is extra duty. I mean, I, I could just say, hey, I'm not going, but I'm not going to do that. I said I was going to do something. I'm going to do it. Even if, like I said, it sucks at this point. The only good thing is it was not cold. So, when I gear up, I, I head out. Well, I have, uh, me and a couple of other guys have bought these, uh, clear face shields to go oh you can snap on the helmet and it'll cover your face up which makes a, it's, it's not cool looking at all but it makes a huge fucking difference especially when you're riding in the rain because anybody that rides a motorcycle and has ever been in the rain your sunglasses and everything else it don't matter if you, your glasses on you get to the point where you can't even fucking see where you're going because the water's on the outside inside then you kind of push them down now you got rain hitting you in the face that stings like a motherfucker anyway these face shields work great so i pulled mine out i was gonna put it on well some i didn't realize it that uh i have some towels in one of my saddlebags where you use to wipe the bikes down you know with the spray stuff so it's got chemicals on it well this towel somehow it got onto the plastic face shield of that I have for my helmet. So I pull it out. And of course it's fucked. Totally it's like fucked. This chemical whatever they we use to clean the bike with. It ain't good on plastic. Just to sit there on plastic obviously. Because uh, you couldn't see a goddamn thing out of it at this point. Just fucked. So this pissed me off of course. And uh, <laughs> I took this thing. and I just kind of threw it on the ground under the carport. Was parked. I was pissed off. Like, you know, that's going to solve anything. I mean, having a little hissy fit, but I did. So, I leave out 8 o'clock, raining. Uh, it's probably about 25-mile ride one way where I need to go. So, I, I got on the interstate stuff, went there. Yeah, it's raining. It's raining well. It's raining really good. I get a couple exits up on the interstate, and it starts raining harder. Where actually, at one point, I thought I was going to have to pull over somewhere because I couldn't see where I was going. Uh, it was just raining that hard. Anyway, got through it. Just pay attention to the fog line. Get to where I'm at. Still raining. We go stand. I go stand on inside one of the buses while we're waiting for the LSU team to load up. So get a little bit dried for that. Not dried, but just drip dripping, you know. Because it was raining so hard, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure on the way up there, uh, 
it was raining so hard on the interstate that I'm, I'm not 100% positive, but I think I passed Noah in the arc on the side of me. It was it was just raining that fucking hard. I mean, it was bad. So we get there, uh, team comes out, and now it's just sprinkling at this point. So we load up, we saddle up, we take off with the buses and stuff like that. It's, uh, three three big uh, Greyhound buses, basically. Not Greyhound buses, but that type of bus. We got to bring them from this hotel to the football ops center at the uh, on the college campus. Uh, I don't, they stay at a different place. I, I don't know. It's not my. I don't question. I don't care. I don't know why they do it. But we got to go over there with them. We we'll bring them over there, and like I said, sprinkle them when we leave. So that's not too bad. I can deal with the sprinkle. I'm already wet. The whole front of my chest is just soaking wet because you know the the rain's running down my chin so much, and it just runs down your chin, down your neck, straight to your shirt. So the whole front, of my, I'm just I'm wet up top. At least my feet are dry because I wore rubber boots. But we leave out in uh, is drizzling. Well, about halfway there, I'm like, well, that's not too bad. Well, all of a sudden, I, for some reason here, it just the bottom dropped out of it. I'm talking like bad, like pouring down fucking rain again. Uh, so that was miserable. We get over there, uh, put it this way. Uh, even these players got off there. like, man, I feel, feel sorry for y'all. Thank y'all for getting us over here. But that, I mean, they, they saw how much that sucked. It, it was raining that bad. So we had about had about three hours in between then and when we had to bring them back. So I went and found uh, friends of mine were tailgating and hung out with them for a little while. And then uh, can we come back? And everybody knows uh, a couple weeks ago uh, had throttle issue problems where we thought we fixed it. Well, we pick them up. We're going back now. The rain's kind of pretty much slacked off at this point. Yeah. Uh, wasn't four or five miles into the escort, and all of a sudden my throttle just goes out. Bike's running, but I don't have no get up and go. Throttle's out. Pull over. I get down to pull over to the gas station. Uh, I'm able to clear the codes. For some reason, I don't know. Yes, motorcycles have computers on them now. On uh, Harley, it, uh, it's going to have electronic throttles, just like cars and shit do. Now, you know, I'm mechanically declined, so I'll explain it to you as much as I can. The computer, the little computer uh, brain or whatever, it looks like a, a fucking small black uh, external hard drive. And it sits directly on top of your battery, which is underneath your seat, which is, has got another plastic cover on top of that. That's where it's at, this computer thing, electronic throttle. Now, back in the day when I first started, we had cable throttles, which, you know, that's kind of self-explanatory, cable it's got a cable on it. Uh, I only ever had one issue with that in my entire career with that. This electronic shit starts throwing codes. Then you got to go into a little screen part on it and start clearing shit out. Well, finally, I was able to get it cleared out. Anyway, I drove back. I drove around for a while. Drove it all day, basically. Worked out great. Uh, that night, at the, towards the end of the game, third quarter, go to the stadium. Everything's fine. And, uh, of course, the game goes into overtime, blah, blah, blah. The referees come out, crank up. We head out, going down the road. I hit a bump, and guess what? Throttle goes out again. Well, this time, well, I say it goes, it goes into a limp mode, which uh, your top speed is like 35 miles an hour. 
So I try to clear, clear, clear. It won't come out. Won't come out. I limp. Uh, I drive it limp motored over to a gas station and uh, try to clear, clear, clear. I had to clear it one time. Uh, I'm getting ready to leave. I hit it. Throws code again. That will not clear the code. Called a sergeant. Yada yada. I mean, they're calling a tow truck. I, I end up calling for a tow truck uh, again. Anyway. Contraflow is going on at LSU. I'll explain Contraflow later. Uh, not going to get into it right now, but uh, so it's going to be real hard for this tow truck to get to me where I'm at. This is at the end of the LSU Alabama game, and uh, yeah, it was a big ass game, tens of thousands of people trying to get out of there. So I limp mode over to underneath the overpass where they got a whole bunch of Baton Rouge city cops working traffic stuff. Call them, tell the tow truck driver's going to come there. Well, this is the second time in the last couple of weeks I've had to call this man. So if I keep having to call this man to come pick me up, we have to invite him over for Thanksgiving dinner. Long story short, he comes. We strap the bike down. We go back, and uh, I got home about one something in the morning, which was hours later than I should have. Uh, I did ride my motorcycle uh, this week. They messed with some, they did something with some wires to get on it. The other day, it ran perfectly fine. I went and ran over a whole bunch of hard bumps fast that are uncomfortable, but I did it. Uh, so far, so good. We got one home game left. Let's keep our fingers crossed because I also have uh, a lot of uh, parade escorts coming up also. So that sucks. That's part of embracing the suck right there. The weather, uh, I know I got long-winded on it. The weather is going to get you. You're going to be hot and you're going to be cold. Here in Louisiana, you're going you, to, if you're lucky, you'll get three to four weeks of just perfect riding weather. Other than that, it's not. I mean, what was it? Uh, what's today's date? The 11th. I'm recording this on Veterans Day. Uh, y'all hearing this on Sunday. But yesterday, which was Friday, I mean, it was 80-something degrees on November the 10th out here. 80-plus degrees. I mean, I know to by a lot of my northern listeners, which I thank you, state of Washington, believe it or not, even though I talk shit about the state, state of Washington I will throw out there is uh, the highest uh, listener count, believe it or not. I appreciate y'all. I got a, another listener up there that's been listening. Uh, she knows who she is. Uh We've had uh, some back and forth on uh, was that Instagram, yeah. Uh, her, uh, I'm just gonna try to Penny's Penny's mama. Uh, I believe she is married to uh, Leo also. Uh, but uh, I think she's up in Washington. So I appreciate all my listeners in Washington. I don't know how I got found up there, but I appreciate it. Also in. Uh, Illinois, all these northern states. Uh, Texas and Louisiana is pretty good, too, but I'm just surprised on how much uh, northerners I have. But so our weather here in Louisiana is mostly hot and semi-cold, like I said before. And uh, the wet sucks. Uh, we do tell motor guys, you know, I mean, when you come on, it's just, it's great. I do get paid to ride a motorcycle, but deal with the weather. I'm lucky. I work in a department. I have a motorcycle and a unit. Uh, Baton Rouge City, uh, a local agency, 
if you're a motorcycle cop, guess what you have? You have a motorcycle. Rain, sleet, snow, or shine, that's what you're on. Now, if it's raining that bad, you when you go to work, you ride your motorcycle to work or whatever. And uh, when you get there, and you may have, if they have an extra car or something, you might be able to team up a ride with somebody, but that's it. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of PDs are like that and stuff like that. So uh, I am, I'm lucky that I do work for the department that we have both we can choose from. But the weather sucks, the cold. Uh, motor cop for life is, uh, I don't know how he does it. He rides in the snow. I'm pretty sure I would probably just freeze to death and fall off my motorcycle because I'm not used to that kind of cold, but he might not be used to the kind of heat that we have either. So, but me and a motor cop be prepared, uh, to embrace the suck when it comes to the weather because it sucks big time ass like during summer here, uh, Fucking you on a motorcycle putting out, you know, four or five hundred degrees between your legs and it's a hundred and two degrees within the heat with the heat index and humidity, it feels like it's hundred and fifteen, hundred and twenty of wet heat. Uh for all my northern people, if you don't know, have you ever been in a steam room and how thick the air is and sticky? That's how our that's how it feels down here during the summertime, just without the steam. As you can see. But the 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 heat sticks to you like a glove. Uh so the heat's really bad. Uh, like I said, coldness, we don't deal with as much cold. But that's part of embracing the suck. Now, for this next one, I mean, that's not funny what I was just talking about, but it, it sucks. It fucking sucks so bad. I was riding down the road, spitting water out my mouth because it's raining that hard, just pff, spitting water out my mouth. And uh, I'm thinking, boy, I said, yep, said, be a motor man. It's fun, they say. <laughs> yeah, it is fun, but. Yeah, it sucks ass sometimes. What's happened to me uh, just a few days ago? I was out riding my bike since they said they think they got it fixed. So I'm out riding around. I probably put, I, I know I went over a quarter tank of gas. So I put a, probably 100 or something miles plus on it just inside the parish. Going up a major highway, I'm doing about 65, 70, which the speed limit is 65, so don't be thinking I'm speeding. Uh, Next thing you know, I had something hit me in my glasses. And uh, I'm like, okay, well, it went up in my helmet. I'm like, okay, I'll pull over in a minute and get it. And uh, about that time, my right temple in my helmet catches on fire. I'm like, oh, fuck. Is that, that, I don't know if you ever got, I got a fucking, it was a bee. A bee, a bee and it stung me directly in my t- temple inside my helmet so i ain't like i could just reach up there and swat it away or nothing like that can't do it because this is how my helmet. i'm doing 65 70 so i'm sitting here and i can feel this motherfucker just stinging the fuck out of me pumping poison into my temple i slow down get the bike pulled over on the shoulder of the road pull my helmet off look in it the bee's not there so i kind of don't splat because I don't want it. But I brushed and uh, it did. It fell on the ground. Uh, pictures, the pictures of the bee are on the Patreon account. So I gave it to those people uh, went the day it happened, right after it happened. But uh, the bee is laying on the ground. I'm like, this motherfucker here. Now my head is on fire and pounding at this point because I reached up and felt and and 
like I said, this was a BB because he left. I could feel the hard part of it. The stinger was still stuck in my temple, my temple. You could feel. I could feel it. It was hard. I could feel that the, the, the stuck right there. So this motherfucker done pumped every bit of poison he has in his entire life into me because he's one of them bees that can sting you one time and then they die. So he gave up. He died and gave me everything he had, and I was feeling it. So put my helmet back on, said some cuss words, and uh, I drove up to a truck stop casino we have uh, because I was going to heat my lunch up anyway because I've been doing the uh, pre-made meal things with the uh, serving size and stuff, trying to lose trying to lose some weight, people. So, yeah, I turn around and go up, up there and uh, get my shit, go put it down. Well, the little bartender girl finally comes back and uh, I look at her, I was like, Do you, how's your eyes? And she's like, well, I got contacts with a good. I said, can you see now? You got to understand, this girl's probably, I'm six foot Six foot one with my boots on. This, this, I say girl. I think she's in her thirties, but she's about four nine or five foot tall. She weighs about I don't know ninety five pounds. Wet. She's a little bitty, bitty tiny thing. So I said, so I bend over and I'm like, "Did you see anything right here?" And she's like, "I see something." So she gets in her purse. Thank God, women carry shit in her purse. She pulls out some tweezers. Well, she ended up, she pulled that, that, that bee stinger out my temple still with her tweezers and put it, and you could see it. So, thank to the little bartender girl uh, for pulling the bee stinger out my fucking head. I had a headache for about three, three hours or so, pretty good. Uh, thank God I'm not uh, allergic to this shit, because I'm pretty sure I'd have been, if I'd have been allergic, I'm pretty sure that wouldn't have been good since it was right there on my head. But yeah, so that's a brace of the suck right there when I uh, I got attacked by Mister Killer B there. I mean, getting pissed off, he ran into me, motherfucker. But yeah, I got stung in the forehead with a in the fucking temple with a bee. So I'm a, look, I never that's the first time I get stung in the head by a bee. I had some go on my helmet before I got him out. Now I did have one hit me in the chest before a big wasp and uh, or yellow jack. I don't remember. And I felt something hit me in the chest. This was many years ago when. I didn't have gloves on, and uh, when I reached down, I grabbed, see what the hell hit me. It it was right in between my fingers, and he stung me right in between my fingers, and that hurt pretty good, too, but I've been hit by, I hit a bird one time, bird hit me in the leg, that didn't feel real good. Uh, Rocks, so, yeah, being a motorcycle cop is, to me, the best job in the world, and uh but yeah, you gotta, you just gotta love to suck sometimes. You just gotta wrap your arms around it and give it a big fucking kiss because it's gonna suck sometimes. Because it's like I said, you don't have a, a cage around you like you, the car cops do. So you got the elements, you got the bugs, you got the stink, dead animal stink, and stuff like that. So anyway, you just gotta embrace the suck to be a motorcycle cop. Best job in the world, uh, my opinion. Love it. I wouldn't have changed anything. Like I said, I passed up two uh, two opportunities to be lieutenants before. A lieutenant before does stay in motor. It did. It meant that much to me. Uh, now I'm not gonna bore y'all too much. I've got. I went and wrote tickets uh, yesterday afternoon when I got off, and uh, I pulled this one car over doing eighty, 
in a 60 and uh pull up and it was a it was a female and uh when i'm walking up i can see her her license plate expired in 2020 but i don't know maybe she was just busy right uh, anyway i get up there and i'm like you know ma'am my reason i pulled you over is you're doing 80 and a 60 oh my god i was doing 80 yeah well that's what that eight zero on your speedometer is indicating i didn't say that but that's what i was thinking and uh, <laughs> i said i need your license and uh Louisiana plates. I said, do you have your insurance or registration or anything? I didn't need it, but I was wondering. To... Some people will, excuse me, will get the stickers in uh, and never put them on their plates. So, of course, you know, she starts digging. I'm like, okay, here we go. Now her, she had no um, motor vehicle inspection sticker from the area she's in was outside suburb of New Orleans, as uh, they call them brake tags, which... I used to live there, so I'm like, your, I said, you don't have no MVI. She looked at me like, huh? I said, your brake tag. She's like, oh. anyway, she had a picture of her driver's license, which I'm thinking, okay, this shit's going to be suspended. Well, no, it wasn't suspended. So, but she had, now, I, I, I would have towed the vehicle. I should have towed it, but uh, she was about two hours from her house, and I wasn't waiting for rides anyway. The only the only thing she had good on the vehicle was her driver's license, put it that way. So uh I look at her and say, Where are you going? You know. She said, oh, I'm going to Lafayette. I'm like, okay. To visit my grandma. I'm like, okay, yeah. Now at this point I'm pretty sure, I'm ninety nine percent sure that this girl was lying to me. Why you say? Did she have a red hood on? Was she going there and I'm the big bad wolf and she was going to grandma's house? No. Why do you think, why do I think that she was lying about going to her granny's house? Well, uh, she has on a, a boosty a thing with the corset black, uh, with the you know the metal clasp on it. With uh, I'm surprised her nipples wasn't showing. Okay, that much of her titties was hanging out, and uh, you know her big bow top, lips, and stuff like that. And I'm thinking, if you go and visit your grandma. Wouldn't you just wear a regular clothes? Or, now this is just <laughs> me guessing, folks. Or, are you late going to a strip club? Because Lafayette's got quite a few strip clubs in it. I'm guessing you late going to the teddy bar. You just don't want to say that you're a teddy dancer and, and saying you're going to Granny's house just like a hooker. Hey, she had... Nice big boobs. I ain't saying they wasn't nice looking. Could do it at the Botox lips. So, I mean, that's just, it just looks unnatural to me. But anyway, I'm pretty sure. I mean, but she's lying to me. I wrote her t- I wrote her ticket. Like she can have to shake her ass in a bunch of dudes' faces to make enough money to pay for that ticket, hopefully. Uh, but I'm pretty sure she's just lying to me the way she was. You know, I mean, goes to the citizens or grandma looking either looking like a hooker or a a b uh one of those uh dominatrix or something like that fuck i don't know i don't care you don't have to lie to me just say hey, I'm, I'm a stripper and i'm running late i got more much more respect for you for that than lying to me about it if you're gonna be a stripper be be a proud stripper that's all i gotta say be proud of it next uh i'm Went to pull a car. It wasn't going fast, like like seventy two. It was a, it was one of them days where people weren't speeding much. So I had to, because um, I've been 
trying to do better. I've been trying to do better. I've been giving people on the interstate about, you know, a little more, 14 or so, depending on the date. Well, this day, wasn't getting no real high rollers, so you got to take what you can get. She's doing 12, 13 over, something like that. Pull out Texas tags, put my lights on. Well, car slows down, but it don't. It slows down about 60, which is a speed limit, but it don't stop. It don't put its blinkers on. It don't put no flashes on. It don't do nothing. Now, the nearest exit is about six miles away at this point. On a bridge, you know, I understand some people get nervous stuff, but turn your blinkers on, wave at me, let me know that you're acknowledging me, something, nothing, just going on. Well, at this point, I, I'm hoping, you know, I'm hoping that, you know, they're going to stop. But I, <laughs> I have to call in, dispatch that this car is refusing to stop for me. Because I don't want to wait until, because the next exit, right past the next exit is the parish line. And uh, I don't want to call in a pursuit at that point saying, okay, we just passed that. Now I'm in pursuit and I'm leaving the parish. So I have to call it. And I'm told, I'm telling you, I'm doing 60. I'm, but, you know, I'm like at mile marker with, you know, such and such, this uh, speed 60. Anyway, she pulls over at the exit finally. And, uh, of course, I get out. I have my gun drawn. You know, show me your hands. And it's looked like you've been talking to somebody. I say she, but that's what I was guessing. But I was right. You show me your hand. Show me your hands. Anybody in the car with you? She puts her hands out the window. Yada yada. I ain't help making my approach when I saw the hands come out. And I kind of saw the side of the head. And come to find out, it was a seventy-four-year-old granny. Uh, and she's like, like ma'am. Uh, why didn't you stop? Well, I was just waiting for an exit. Why didn't you indicate that to me? You have to let me know. About, about two minutes after that, the unit's starting to pull up because I had code forwarded it at that time, but they were right there. I said, I was calling a pursuit in on you. I said, next time, ma'am, I understand if you're scared. Turn your flashes on. Indicate to me, you know, that you're going to slow down and you're going to pull over. Then I wouldn't have called it in. So, of course, I wrote her a ticket, but I'm like, fuck I hate, I hate, I just, I, you know, it's her own fault. Thank God I'm not trigger happy, but I have my gun pointed at somebody's grandma. So, I mean, I hope from now on she learns her lesson. But she did get a ticket on that one. Um, I had a guy, I, I, I want to say, I'm not trying to be racist or nothing, or stereotype, I, I think he might have been uh, from India that type of area or something like that. He sounded like it anyway. And I don't understand what some of the foreign people, uh, some of the Asians and even some of the Hispanic people, they'll apologize profusely when you pull them over. I appreciate that you're sorry you're speeding, but that don't mean I'm not going to give you a ticket. You can apologize me as much as you want. I'm still going to give you a ticket. It's no big deal. You're getting a ticket. But uh, then when he did get a ticket, he kind of got like he got mad a little bit there. So I'm like, huh. Well, fuck you. Here's your ticket anyway. Go back to wherever you're going. Getting close to the end here. This last stop I made, of course, the time has changed. I hate this time change bullshit. I hate it. What a passion. 
Well, over here, it's, it's fucking dark at 5.15. It's fucking just dark. Six o'clock, it's fucking pitch black. So I'm out writing tickets. And I'm, my last ticket, I'm right after six o'clock. So it's fucking pitch black. I'm out on the interstate now uh, in the bridge area. And uh, there's a, when I uh, do get on the entrance ramp and, you know, I get on there as a car, I can tell, well, I'm, I'm bird dogging. I'm pacing them. The, the vehicle's averaging, you know, between 75 to 76 miles an hour. So I'm like, ah, oh, it's so dark out here. I'm just going to wait until we, excuse me, get off the bridge to pull them over. So I do. I light them up as soon as we get off the bridge. And while we're pulling to the shoulder on the right side, uh, we'll see if I can. Coyote standing there, right there in the grass area by the shoulder by the interstate. Now, I've seen coyotes out in this area before. Uh, wildlife in this area is no, you know, stranger to anyone where I'm at. And the coyotes, uh, it's weird because I guess they learn after a while they will stand on the side of the interstate and just wait. They're looking for roadkill, actually, or somebody hit something. They'll go grab the roadkill and eat it, like, you know, they're scavengers. That's what it's doing. Well, we pulling over, and I'm like, fuck, it wasn't starving or nothing, but it was a coyote. And uh, so I get out of my vehicle, and now i got a car in front of me i got to watch with. Well, I shine my flashlight behind me real fast, and I'm only about 30, 30, 40 yards away from it. I shine my flashlight, and, of course, you know, this motherfucker, his eyes just light up, you know, of course, with the flashlight. And uh, he's, I say he, he's just standing there fucking looking at me. And I'm like, okay, you just stay over there, Mr. Coyote. So I go up, make my side approach to the lady. I'm like, all right. And I keep watching. I'm trying to think. It was a woman with her kids, so I wasn't too worried about that. But I keep looking that way. I said, I'm not trying to be real. I said, I just want to watch him make sure that coyote don't try to come on, come up on the side of me or nothing. I'm trying to, you know. I'm a big boy. I might look like fucking Golden Corral buffet to that motherfucker. That coyote's like, shit, I could eat on that fat motherfucker for a week. <laughs> so I'm watching watching her. So I write her a ticket. I, I, he, she, whatever it was, the coyote, when I went trying to get it, must have wandered his ass back in the woods or whatever. But, yeah, I'm thinking, I said, it's bad enough. I got to make sure I don't get shot making a traffic stop. Now I got to make sure I don't get shot and I don't get fucking a, Attacked by a fucking coyote. So, I thought that was a little interesting. Welcome to Louisiana there on that one. When you got to be careful that you don't get eaten by the fucking local wildlife while you're writing a ticket. What if them Australian cops uh, ever have to, like, be careful that they don't get attacked by a kangaroo? JoJo needs to uh, see if she knows any cops up there. And, you know, I'd love to have an Australian cop on. I think that'd be so cool. Also, with the UK listener, if you know any law enforcement that would like to be on, like I said, I'll keep them anonymous. And uh, that would be really neat, also. But that uh, basically was what happened this past week. Uh, I'm hopefully try to get some. I, I do have a, a guy lined up for Thanksgiving. During the thing, I'm off for the week of Thanksgiving, so I might get some more episodes there. I do have a, a person I'm supposed to be uh, interviewing. So they'll, I'll have somebody, a guest there. Uh, other than that, we'll be out for the news. Uh, we said we got to embrace the suck. If you want to be a motor cop, be prepared to embrace it. Give the suck a big, fat, wet kiss. And uh, 
it'll already be out. I was going to say something else, but it's already be out. Like I said, I appreciate the Patreons. Uh, Patreons. Go on. Go order your cigar. They're delicious. Uh, use the Motor Cop, Motor Cop 15 uh, for your promo code and get you a little discount. Go join the uh, private Facebook page over there, the clubhouse. Other than that, I want everybody to be safe. Watch your back. Watch your partner's back. And remember to smile because the Iceman could always be behind you. I don't ever slow up, no I don't take shit I got no love for the fakeness If you wanna play tough and wanna hate this I'll always show up I don't ever slow up, no I don't take shit I got no love for the fakeness If you wanna play tough and wanna hate this I'll always show up and make a statement I don't ever slow up, no I don't take shit I got no love for the fakeness If you wanna play tough and wanna hate this I'll always show up and make a Everything I do, so instinctive and so passionate Every word I move, so descriptive like an adjective I gotta vendetta against people who patent it Being negative when you should be getting after it I got facts over facts over tracks This and that, spitting slow, spitting fast I could roast, I could gas, think I'm okay at last But I don't know if that can erase all the past And the pettiness, a reflection of the emptiness Hilarious, you think you're worth my time, you're delirious Mysterious, because you hide behind a fake exterior Inferior, you know I'll always be a bit superior Get off of me, this ain't no humble brag I want you to hear words, you can say them back I want you to feel free from the chains at last And to believe in what you got, it was built to last, yeah now that I've been put through hell I never got anyone's help I had to do it all myself I don't ever slow up No, I don't take shit I got no love for the fakeness If you wanna play tough and wanna hate this I'll always show up and make a statement I don't ever slow up No, I don't take shit I got no love for the fakeness If you wanna play tough and wanna hate this I'll always show up and make a statement of being incompetent Mental health is confidence Dreams and some honestness I'm not here to save the day That's for you to take away I could play a million mind games But instead I say Something not illogical Something that is topical Rub it on and watch it go Make yourself unstoppable Dreams are irresponsible But they're always possible If you just believe You could be so remarkable Thoughts in my head A collage and they spread I'll be great one day Going off of my meds No, I'm not giving up No, I'm not giving in I will make it to the top Taking off in the wind I gotta make it I'm saving every day to taste it I'm patient, but my mind, it can hardly take it I'm chasing a dream that I've had for several ages A vacant, modern kingdom for the taking Now that I've been put through hell I never got anyone's help I had to do it all myself I don't ever slow up, no I don't take shit I got no love for the fakeness If you wanna play tough and wanna hate this